sure is easy because Kobe loves to talk. I know. I told Kobe it was going to fall apart when he was gone. Because he's always the one that's like... I mean, that's what the show should be about, whether we can pull this off without Kobe. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, that's what Dan should open up with. Mission Impossible. I'm fucking scared. <laughs> <laughs> I really okay. going work, guys. Yeah. No, whatever. No, we can do this. Yeah, goddamn right we can. No. Can do this, man. No. <laughs> I hope we're recording right now. That should be the entry to the show. Can we pull this off? everybody to the Junction City Podcast. I'm your host Dan Martinez. With me in the sweat box, Shane Forster. And I'm John Miles. John Miles. And that's it. And and that's it. It's a, uh, the Three Musketeers today. Yeah. Really distilling the show down to what <laughs> makes it great. <laughs> <laughs> On today's show, you know, we're going to give a we're going to give a little bit of Bishop, we're going to give it a little bit of Lee. We're going to kind of be there, here. We don't really... We're just going to throw it all yeah, in. Listen, we're just listen, flying Col- by the seat of our pants. Kobe's not here and we don't know what to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he demanded that we do a show because <laughs> there's tens of people that are going to be upset if we don't. Tens of people. <laughs> this is show 98. Congratulations, guys. So, uh, let's talk about... But first... Um, Man, I'm tired. I've been, I've been with family all weekend long. My brother got married this weekend, so I had awesome. my little sister flew out, my my older brother flew out, and we just been through again. It's just been go 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 all weekend long. What did um, you do in the wedding? Did so, you have a, a role? So it Ring was bear? a little weird because it wasn't weird. It was a little weird because my brother. So when my brother got married, uh, me and my my middle brother were co-best men right but this time just my older brother was the best man so <laughs> you're, like, you're kind of like wtf like what's the deal i i felt like uh did you guys ever watch wedding the wedding singer yeah yeah steve buscemi that's what i felt like i was like <laughs> <laughs> you're like what did i do did you ever ask him like what did i do to deserve this no i just got super drunk and was like he might be the best man but i'm a better man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. No, but it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, love love it when families in town. Also went to Pod Save America when they toured here in Utah. Wow, was that Thursday? Were I was on Thursday. There? Three or four of them. All of them were there. Love it left early. <coughs> like left the show early. Like left the show early. Weird, right? It was a weird thing. Yeah, why did he say he had to do that? He, they just said so. He's they, going. They did their thing and then they left. Uh, they did their like first bit. Then they all left, and then uh, Dan Pfeiffer interviewed some lady from. Oh damn it! I forgot the card. I was gonna. Pfeiffer's good. Uh, I love Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer's great. Yeah. But um, then they they interviewed somebody, and then when they all came back, uh, love it had, had gone. So mm. you know, the whole thing was kind of, it was cool to be there because you felt like it was part of something. Like, oh yeah, Utah could be, 
you know, changing, maybe purple, you know, there's a lot. Really? They made you feel like that? I I felt like that because there were a lot of people there, right? Oh, I see. They were all mostly Salt Lake Democrats. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of like, my sister and I, we were talking about this. There's a big difference between Weber Democrats Holy shit. and Salt Lake Democrats, right? I don't get along with a lot of Salt Lake they Democrats. Kind of, they kind of come off as like uh, maybe a little pompous, Calif- yeah. right? I've called more than one of them a gatekeeper because I feel like that's what they are. They're all like, you're not a real Democrat unless you're yeah, yeah, all they, this. They kind are you of still have drinking out of a plastic water bottle? Right now? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Oh man, I can't tell you how many events I planned. I was like, I got paper plates here. Somebody gonna come shout at yeah, me? Yeah, you're like, what about it? yeah. <laughs> uh, but the the event itself was was good. Um, I kind of wish though, for the money that we spent, if they came again, I would definitely go out and support. But uh, I'd either pay a lot less or a lot more is what I told my sister. Because like, I either want to like be in. Uh, VIP and go like and meet with these guys and talk with them because I thought that's what was going to happen. They said be oh. they say after we do some pictures or whatever and you know have a Q and A. Which so we had a Q and A, but they only answered three questions. It's kind of like eh. the one not... question. The one question was like, I help Ben McAdams, and I'm not like trying to disparage this girl right. or anything. But she get? she got up <laughs> and she's like, I help Ben McAdams and. I just can't believe the way he voted with the $15 an hour thing. And, and she started, to, you know, she was crying. And they're like, yeah. I don't know what to do. I can't do it anymore. <clears throat> and I don't want to do it. I feel like giving up. And and Lovett and Pfeiffer and Tommy were there at that point. And they were giving good advice. But was what just, was the advice? Do you remember? Stay strong. Keep going. <sighs> push forward. All right. You're, you're doing the right thing. Because you specifically. Look at <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that was good. I would do it again. But like I said, I'd spend the money and, and talk to these guys. What did you guys do? You know, I've just been a dad, really dadding around. I didn't do anything. Oh, you know what? Have you guys ever, you know, Sasha Baron Cohen, the guy who was yeah. Borat? Yeah. yeah. Have yeah. you heard of Who is America? Yeah. Man, uh, that show. On Showtime, right? Yeah, Showtime. Show. Show that show is so good. Didn't he yeah. do Roy Moore? Didn't he do anything with Roy He did. Moore? Yeah. He did Roy Moore. He got the guy. He did Bernie Sanders. He did he the did. guy from Salt Lake at the last Yeah. Year. But that guy didn't he say was, much. He was good. Yeah. I knew what was going on. Um, yeah. But he got he got Dick Cheney. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> and he got a couple, like, state representative guys to do some really dumb shit. And I think there's even some good ones I haven't seen yet, because I'm, like, five episodes in. But, man, that show is so good. He basically, he does what... He did with Ali G and Borat and all of that, but he does with a lot of American political figures. He acts like a guy who's trying to give guns to kids, so there's a lot of like training videos of senators saying, yeah. you oh, know, yes, yes. there's like nothing a, like a good really, three-year-old with a gun or right. something. He's like some Israeli oh, they soldier got, or What's his name right? from Florida? They got... They got Trent Lott, I remember. Congressman. They got a few, like, big names yeah. to get involved in that. Which was ridiculous. Yeah, that, I so, can't yeah. remember the guy's name. That sucks. I Watch that. Who is America? It's worth it. What did you do, Shane? I didn't do shit. I, I, uh, I, have, a little, I have a little trip planned, so I was trying to get the yard done because I'm not going to do it next week. And, and it got hot, so right. I was like, I'm not leaving. Really yeah, responsibilities, man. Yeah. I worked all weekend. That's it. All right. Well, let's, uh, well, I guess we'll just get into the show. <clears throat> 
Uh, Mike Lee's been in the news a lot lately. Oh, a couple man. of things. So just to kind of wrap up what he's doing. So uh, just just today uh, there was he, he did a CBS morning this morning uh, interview. He and Cory Booker, your boy Shane, Cory yeah. Booker, yeah. are um, working together and they're t- they're making the rounds. How they re- reach across the aisle to pass the First Step Act, uh, which among uh, uh, sorry the First Step Act. Which, among other things, expands early release programs for federal prisoners, right? So that's that's part of the good stuff that he's done. But last week, he and Rand Paul were the two votes to not extend the 9/11 victims. Right. They blocked the vote <clears throat> to continue yeah. the funding. <clears throat> right. And oh no, that was that was it because the other the other stuff was from our reps. Uh, Chris Stewart. And they, and they were uh, citing fiscal responsibility. Yeah, yeah, responsibility. Yeah. They're fiscal hawks all of a sudden, right? And then John Stewart said it best. Is when I, he said, I love that, that video. That came out yeah, there. yeah. When he said they have no problem voting for a tax cut that raises the uh, deficit $800 billion a year, that now all of a sudden they're worried about the debt. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm just reading uh, Rand Paul's response to John Stewart. He says, in this case, he's neither funny nor informed. His name calling just sort of exposes him as a left winger, part of the left wing mob that isn't really so, using his brain. So I read that too. Rand Paul, tell him where he's wrong. Well, tell him where he's wrong on that. Don't just insult him. Right. Tell him where his facts are wrong. Well, and that's the thing. Everything is written off as just some left wing politics now. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know. Fuck Mike Lee. <laughs> is that a call to action? This is, this is usually where Kobe picks yeah. up and he's I like, I looked over and Kobe's gone. Like, like, he's like, you know what? Pick up the telephone. And he's like, and yeah, talk to exactly. Mike Lee. Let those people know that. <laughs> I swear I take two sips of my beer and I let Kobe talk for 10 minutes. But, uh, Wrap it up, Kobe. Thanks, buddy. All right, Kobe. Thanks. Thanks for, thanks for letting me talk on that issue for 30 seconds and you take five minutes. <laughs> What's next? What's next? What are we talking about? Hey, that, Mike Lee sucks. We, we know are, that. We are burning through this. Yeah. <laughs> the list. Here. That's it. This is rapid fire. <laughs> so, that's on Mike Lee. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, uh, but really though, you really we we really need to start calling him more, right? Because that, that was one thing. I mean, is that yes, yes, calling. I hear us help. say that, but we don't do it. We're not fucking calling him. Here's I don't thing. think it matters. Here's the other thing, uh, John Miles, that I feel like well, you, call you me out my name. should do. Okay, is not only tell me what I should. Not do, only mother. should you call and 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 tell Mike Lee what you think. You should write. A, op- a letter ed, an op- oh. ed in the standard. Mm. Yeah, yeah. How about no. that? That's the poll. Uh, an op ed in the standard or in the in the Tribune? No. Funny time. Do it. Why me? Yeah, John, Why not you? John, you've written. They're going to identify me as a Democrat, and everyone's just going to write it off. <gasps> as Shane the plumber. It should come from wing. Shane the plumber. I need there to be, go. dude. How do I get a persona yeah. like that? That's what we should talk about. Right? How I can become a Shane the Plumber like political uh, yeah. figure. I don't even know if I can become Shane hey, the Plumber. All right, let's you're Dan 
Dan the laser tag man. Okay, I was fine. <laughs> oh my god, Dan the small business owner. No, no, yeah. no yeah. laser, laser tag, tag man. man. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking... <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Let's talk about Rob Bishop. Right. Uh, I, I don't have that story up yet. Oh, yeah. This is my victory can, lap. This okay, is okay, yeah. somebody, Hold on, let's everybody talk, at least needs to go in, back yeah. like like several weeks like four, right near the beginning. Ago, or? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's okay. like last month. I think it was. Oh, was it? Yeah. Go back and listen to all the episodes again and find the time where I said that Rob Bishop was actually going to run because he says that he's not going to run over and over just to. Just to go that money out saw, of people. He says a lot of people are encouraging him. A lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot of people are saying it. He sounds like Trump now, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> There's so many people that just want him to run again. Uh, y- you know what? He could at least say a lot of Utahns, couldn't he? Like oh. I would think. That would make more sense. Then you'd be like, oh okay. Uh, so now you're lying about. At least you're like keeping it in yeah. Utah. It's at like, least it's a just like relevant lie. Having, yeah, te- <laughs> having a teacher makes a lot of sense. Being a congressman, right? Oh. No, I mean, no. having a teacher, like if a teacher were to run now, it seems like a lot of sense, right? And people still think of him as a teacher, <sighs> and that he gives back, and he's he's not trying what? to help teachers. Yeah, why what teacherly still, like, quality has he exhibited? Have you ever seen him on the House floor, like, eloquently presenting oh some so topic? I actually, good, here you go. Um, I was watching his videos on his little Facebook feed, right? He went to some Federalist... Uh, hype thing, right? It was like a conference ah, where he says conservative. Yeah, mm. you know what I'm talking about the one they have every year. And he gives this speech uh, on federalism. CPAC. CPAC. Right? That's what it was. Yeah. I don't think it was, but it, it, yeah. regardless, he's talking about federalism, and that's his big thing, right? He's like, you know, I, I being a rep from Utah, I think that we need. Uh, you, you only have freedom if you have the freedom of choice, right? It's his big thing, right? Um. And, but during that whole thing, I'm thinking, I don't have freedom if I only have fucking Comcast and uh, CenturyLink and all this other shit. Like this, the, these consumer or these privatized businesses, right? If I, what else is, is another choice for what me? What are you saying is like I he, want fucking municipal government internet. Through what is that? <laughs> right. Utopia, that's that bullshit, right? Like but but people will attack that shit saying, Oh no, 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 that's socialism. You don't want that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the stuff that bugs me because I'm like, wait a minute, that's still just another choice and shouldn't it still fall on your in your realm of my freedom to choose of, of, of the, the better program? Well what, and why am I cool with that when it comes to the buses, for example? You know, we can have this public private partnership. Republicans love to say that. Instead of saying socialism, you just say public-private partnership, and then everybody's super happy with it. That's so all that, you need. That's the word. Those are the words. Yeah, right there. because because what you want is the government to give money to Utopia to make their network work for everybody. You know, it's the same thing that Google does. They come in and they say, you know, you give us all this money up front, and then we'll give it to you free once we've established it. You know, it's sort of socialism, but yeah, you, you what's wrong with that? Point, right. Right. It's a business doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I was like, fuck, fuck this guy. Anyway, he's running again. Anyway, he's running again. He's maybe running again. Only if you give him that money. He's running again. There's, he can't. What's he going to do? <laughs> he can go on Fox I News. Mean, I mean, he gets to work like, what, 90 days a year? Yeah. I mean, 
you know who's got the life. Mia Love's got the life. Yeah. She can sit there and be, because she's on Fox News. She's, she's on CNN. Or not CNN, sorry. CNN. Mm. Yeah. And they still think she's a viable person to like ask those questions. Right. Um, well, the reason CNN likes her is she sure does bash Trump a lot on CNN. Does she? Oh, yeah. She's I actually, see. I mean, right. she, she almost sounds like a Democrat. I mean, well, I mean, it, it sounds great when she's talking about running again, too. Uh huh. You know what I mean? And oh, now, I think now, she's now definitely every, in. Now everybody's seen her on CNN. Uh huh. All the Salt Lake Dems. Oh, yeah. Not like the Dems are going to vote for, but the swing voters, <clears throat> you never know. Right? Well, I think, I mean, there's still a ton of Republicans in that district. Like, they grew it, or they, they redrew it to be that I, way. I don't see her coming out with the Trump bump thing. I don't see her winning this time, though. Well, I think she always thought that she could win by being like the Republican who wasn't a Trump Republican, because Utahns aren't necessarily Trump Republicans. And in a in a uh, non presidential year, I think it turned a lot of uh, Republicans off. That's true. That's not good for her to be on the same ticket as him and doing that. That's going to be tough. I mean, she's getting asked those questions. He's going to bash her. She says anything bad, he's going to go right after her and attack her. Man, it is hard to imagine. I think she's already from a shithole country, right? What? He's, <laughs> she is. She's going to be chanting right? "Send her back," right? She's, yeah. a, she's an anchor baby. Uh, Trump's an idiot. He's a real asshole. <laughs> uh, what do you got want, next? I, I've got some municipal stuff. Oh, yeah, let's do that. You want to do municipal let's stuff? Let's do a bunch of shit I don't know anything about. Well, yeah, that was, that was the only thing on my agenda was to tell people that primary ballots, any cities that have primary, so part of Ogden, all of North Ogden. Okay, primary ballots. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about this. So, primary ballots for city council, if you have three city council members, how many move on to the election? So, what happened, for example, North Ogden, they have three. So, as soon as, um, uh, if they have seven candidates, so more than two for each race, yeah, I believe this is the case. This all comes with the caveat that I'm mostly sure this is how it's going. <laughs> <laughs> but... But generally, you can count on these principles to okay. be true. So once they hit seven, then they have to have a primary. So they have a whole yes. other election okay. in July, usually, uh, to narrow down the field of candidates. Two, how many? Six? Usually, yeah. Usually, I think two for each race. So two for each race. So they mm-hmm. have districts. Well, in North Ogden, they don't have districts, so it, it's just sort of like a – it's not ranked choice. Who puts them up against each other? So when you're running for city council, what I think it's just the top three vote-getters. Same in West okay. Haven in Nina's race. Okay. They do – yeah. Yeah, they have a primary, and then I think it's just top vote-getters at the end. Right, so the top three get it. So you're not running against anybody. You're running against the whole field kind of? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that's not how it is in other primaries. There's, I mean, it varies a lot. So Ogden City has districts, is that right? Is that what they call them? Uh-huh. But they also have at-large. <clears throat> but so, yeah, the if somebody wants to run in the... If multiple people want to run in a district, then yeah, they'll have a primary for that district. So that's why only certain to people in Ogden... To final two. Mm-hmm, right. Got it. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> I so mean, unless the, you want to talk the, about it in parties. The, what's the turnout in the primary? Like, what's, like, oh. North Ogden's primary turnout? 
Are we talking like 400 people? Mm, a couple thousand? I don't know. I'll look it up. Do they have uh Yeah, and, and who you have to go in person to vote on these? No, it's or all mail-in. Oh, so okay. everyone's going to get their ballot in the mail this week. And then they just have to return it by... August 5th. Oh, wait. They have that long to have it? Yeah. What? Yeah, that's why Long twice. enough for the wife to throw it out. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. What if they get thrown away? Uh, like, yeah, I guess they have to go get a new ballot and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, if you lose your ballot, you can go down to the... They still have polling locations a few different days, and you can go down and vote the regular way. So how important are primaries? Oh, man. The, I, it's like the most important vote that nobody gets involved in. It happens. Uh, so I'll tell a story that I got in like a little bit of trouble okay. in the standard for, but it's all a bunch of bullshit, in my opinion, that You're I even got in. The standard examiner? Yeah, the standard wrote about it because the guy was accusing me of discriminating against him. Oh, yeah. Tell what? this story. But people don't understand why. Wait, are you like, sure you can tell this story legally? Yeah, man. No, just go ahead. It's my fucking story. So, <laughs> so uh, I mean, for a political party, like, you're looking at the race, like, for example, what is it right now? July of 2019. Like, people are talking about who's going to run for that District 1 seat right now, right? right. Filing isn't for, like, nine months, but... You want to know who it is, and that person should really be doing some groundwork right now. So a party, if you don't have somebody in mind, if it's tough to recruit for like that District 1 race because the Democrat gets like 35%, then you're you're getting out there early and talking to people. So I had tried starting in like... When you're saying District 1, you're saying against Bishop. Yeah, I'm right. saying, okay, I was going to yeah. say House District, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not, not congressional, the state, congressional. They call it CD1, Congressional District congressional 1. District because they're not, they're called House Districts in the state, but Congressional mm -hmm. Districts, federal. Anyways, so so just for the, the party, I mean, I was the Weaver County chair, and so the bulk of CD1 kind of covers Weber. Like Davis could get involved, but they don't have quite as many Democrats as us. So we kind of take it up. And we always had the philosophy that having somebody from Weber County would bring out Weber County and give us a better chance. So, so we start recruiting, you know, October of the, so 2015, the year before the, the Bishop. No, sorry. This is 2017. I thought this was, yeah, no, this was. Yeah, this is 2017, the year before Bishop was last up for right, re-election. Right, 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 So we're out there recruiting. We're not having much luck. We get into January, and this is like we're talking to people involved in the party. Most people who want to run for that, if they're just kind of thinking of it out of the blue, will reach out to the state party to kind of get information, or they'll reach out to their county. So I'm reaching out to other county chairs, to the state party, Right. Finding out if they've heard anything. Seeing if somebody's uh, shown some interest or right. right, okay. So then there's nothing, nothing, nothing. In January, I hear about this guy named Kurt Weiland. He'd run for the state house in Bountiful, uh, and he was a pretty cool guy. I met him, just really liked him. Bountiful is that? Was that still in the district CD one? He was actually right outside the district. Oh, okay. But uh, you know, very close to the district, and so. Um, so then we start talking to him. We get him going kind of in January. We get him on board. He's like, who's going to put together my stuff? I've got people locally, like I've got kids just out of high school who have kind of volunteered to come into the party and be marketing guys or whatever. And so I'm like, hey, you want somebody reliable? This kid here uh, who's been kind of being the financial director for the party, uh, he can, he'll be really good for you. So 
he goes and starts helping Kurt and, and a couple other people start helping Kurt. Oscar starts helping Kurt. Um, and so, and I mean, he's doing what a politician should do, which is like get involved in the local, you know what I mean? Right. He's getting to know the local party and local Democrats. So that's January. Fast forward to April when it's candidate filing and it's caucus meetings. And it's, I remember the night of caucus meeting, I get a call from Lee Castillo and he says, Hey, I've got some literature for the caucus meeting. Can I bring it? And I'm just like, I mean, I'm over here. You can bring it over if you want, but like, I can't really go anywhere. So then I don't think I saw him, but I had some helpers. I don't know if his literature ever got there. Gary, what? Go back. What's a caucus meeting? Well, caucus is where, if there are primaries, then they happen. Or it's where uh, the uh, precinct captains are usually elected. So it's not like the the black caucus or the Latino caucus or anything? No, these neighborhood caucuses. Okay, okay. So then in, in presidential years, these are when you'll also do your... Uh, like primary presidential primaries and things like that. Any countywide races that have a, no, that's not true. So anyways, so it's just like the neighborhood meeting where kind of, that's the one that most people are used to. If they interact with the Democrats once a year, or once every two years, it's at the caucus meeting, you know? So, so Lee basically, I don't know when he decided to run, but that's when he decided to start talking to us. And so I know he talked to a couple other people who were running caucus meeting. I was running a caucus meeting, so this I is think. four months after. <clears throat> yeah, but it's right at candidate filing. So, I mean, you know, totally within his rights also to decide to run then and to start his campaign then. But what happens, like the next week, I think he tries to call me at night one night when I'm putting my kids to bed. And then the next morning, I think I had a message from him and I had a message from my friend uh, and my friend was basically like, uh, do you know Lee Castillo? And then I'm like, no. And then he forwarded me like he was just blasting me all over Facebook saying that I was discriminating against him uh, for whatever reason and I was impossible to get a hold of, which is one thing. That's okay. But my friend who was texting me sent me screenshots of his conversation with the editor of, I think, Q Magazine. So the biggest LGBT publication in the state, you know, and... And he's telling that, like, he says, do you know this guy, John Miles? Because I've got, uh, I've got Lee Castillo telling me that he is like homophobic and he hates gay people and he just really wants to. And my friend's like, no, no, no. I know him. He's a, he's a good guy. And so then I'm looking at Lee on Facebook and he's just all over calling me out. We got into this conversation where I'm like, man, you just called me yesterday. In fact, I mean, and he said things got deleted. So whatever he's uh he so right from the get go we're just off on a bad foot yeah yeah uh yeah that's I'm saying it pretty lightly yeah <laughs> and and I mean from there you're the Weber County uh, okay, chair wait, at this point okay so hold on right so you, he's the he's the candidate trying to represent he's he's got to run yeah. a primary against Kurt now right yeah so now he's in a primary oh. against Kurt and this is the kind of thing that happens all the time where we're like going out and trying to find somebody. And then somebody else comes in. And to be honest, this is what happens all the time. Going back to what we're saying about Salt Lake Dems is I find somebody who's really good and people want to be a centrist to win. People want to be in the middle so that they can appeal to both sides. That's how you win a lot of these races to be like, that's what traditionally works in Utah. If you want to swing a race, be a little bit moderate. But what will happen is that some super liberal person will decide to jump into the race kind of at the last minute, a lot of sort of like what I'm describing here and that they will force 
this other moderate person to have to like say a lot of really liberal things to try to win a primary stuff that they don't want to be on record so that to in, win yeah. a general election you know what i mean so that happens a lot but what happened in this case is that then all he's not just attacking me he starts attacking all of the 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 volunteers in Weber County, he's saying that they're working for Kurt, so they're all being biased, and it's the county party being biased against Lee Castillo, and he says that the... Because of Okay, this. okay, so for four <clears throat> months, the party thought there was only one guy running. Right. And so they're helping him, of course. Right. So everybody's getting ties, they're getting relationships with Kurt. Right. And then Lee comes out of nowhere, and you're just supposed to, like, either double your manpower or take... Right. Personnel. Right. Are we supposed to try to help this guy win the primary? And like, I have made promises to this guy because I'm like, yeah, man, we can really help you through this race. We can get you started now laying the groundwork, you know? Um, But all of that's fine. What pisses me off is that those kids, I mean, Lee was right that I need to step out of the race at that point. I as the county party chair, should not be endorsing candidates. Yeah, that makes sense. I wasn't. But but so this one kid who was helping Kurt, he was also at the same time, he's a high school student, so he has this Utah Students Coalition, and they're protesting uh, gun violence in schools, and they plan this walkout, and they only invite Kurt. And, you know, like, that is absolutely their right. They don't have any duty to be fair to anybody. Right, right. They can endorse a candidate if they want. They're not a party. A he thinks because this kid is involved in the party, basically as a volunteer with a title, he's not getting paid. And but So he thinks because of this person's involvement in a political party, then anything they're doing outside of the political party is also evidence of bias against him. It was just so frustrating. He was saying that those kids were – Ruining the political process when they were engaging in the political process. That was my whole beef with it. I'm like, you're scaring these kids away from doing what they should be doing. They wanted to cancel that event, you know. And in the future, I mean, I haven't seen them do another thing. I'm sure that there was a little bit of hesitation in – and I mean, I I don't know how much of the other stuff. Like, I ended up getting into (laughs) – me and this reporter – just ended up having this understanding every time he'd, he'd call me. He'd be like, well, Lee said this other thing. And I mean, he said Lee was always accusing him of being biased in every article he wrote about. It because so because Lee, Lee called okay the police. With the party being drugged through the mud in the papers. Yes. What happened at the Davis County Convention, right. Lee called the police on Kurt Weiland, had them come to I've, that convention. I've seen, I've seen this video. The video. Yeah, there's a video on Standard wait, Examiner. Wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> Basically, Kurt and Lee's tables were next to each other. Uh, I think you kind of see Kurt asking Lee to to get out of his space a little bit. It's like a security camera video. And then at some point, what kind of happens is Kurt, Kurt's like a 65-year-old man. He's a, he's a LDS guy. He's a He's a, like a government instructor for the. He's, <laughs> he's like a real gentle guy. Yeah. Anyways, he grabs Lee's arm, kind of. Lee freaks out, and you just see him pointing his finger in Kurt's face, just like all mad that he did that. Apparently, that was some kind of assault. I mean, you watch the video. I'm not. I'm not downplaying it. Like you no, can I've tell who the aggressor is. 
So, I mean, yeah, he is absolutely fine with. Wait, how? So then he he won, but he won the primary. So here's how he won. Yeah. Here's here's part of how he won the primary. So it probably isn't totally all of it. So he he's from Layton. Yeah. Okay, he's from Layton. So. No. Well, Davis County. Yeah. Okay, I don't Davis know. County. So. Oh God. So here's what so happens. Who, who, who votes in these parts? So each county has their delegates to the state convention, and that's where the primary is settled for that kind of for a multi-county race. Okay. So, so Weber has say 200 delegate slots. Davis has 200 delegate slots. Park City, because they have some of the districts, they get you know maybe 30 or something. I don't know, but it's it's allocated based on how many votes were in the last election. Um, but. So, but the way that the state convention works is it's like all morning the caucuses all have their meetings, you know, Labor, Stonewall, Young Democrats, you know, they're all meeting all morning. And if it's a primary convention, then all of the candidates are walking around to all of those caucuses and making their case. And And then all of the caucuses will endorse a candidate. So, so, uh, I mean, there's really... Not a great way to say this. I feel like Lee, you know, he checked a lot of boxes for a lot of the Salt Lake Democrats, a lot of like uh, the super progressive people. Right. I, I could be wrong. Being, being homosexual, I think he got the he got that caucus's vote. I think he got the Hispanic caucus's vote. He actually he got the vote of every caucus, but the caucuses did not have Weber County people in them. There was maybe I mean the Weber County people were like Colby and Oscar. And the the Davis County people, there's maybe two or three of them. Right. Tons of Salt Lake County people, not in the district. Like it doesn't matter if they're in the that, district. That was my question. Why I was like, Salt Lake is how much of District One goes into Salt Lake? None. It goes to Bountiful, right? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, and I mean that convention was in Salt Lake, and so it was just a bunch of Salt Lake Democrats who had honestly no stake in the race. And I don't want to accuse them all of just doing identity politics. Right, but that's what happens. No, that's, that, that's what mean, happens. I'm guilty of that when I'm picking my judges. If I see a Hispanic name, I'm, you're getting my vote. Right, I and know, I imagine I they're just like, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> Whatever. Not my race. I'm voting for this guy. And I think a lot of them, I mean, to be fair, they probably thought that, that Lee might do better at getting out the young progressives, that kind of stuff. Totally possible. But then basically uh, – you know, then Lee gets up in his speech is just, I have the endorsement of every caucus. And I mean, I think that went a decent way to getting him elected. Really? Yeah. I did not. So I was not, um, I was not, I wasn't impressed with his campaign or anything. I, I actually, I wasn't impressed with him at all. He didn't have any substance. He was all drama. Everything I ever heard about him was drama. Okay. Well, so even I didn't, like I didn't. his campaign was there was no substance. I mean, it was we, like let's all love each other and stay yeah. And like I'm forever Utah. I'm like what the fuck does that mean, bro? Right. Like what do you think and about that was taxes? It. Tell me what you think about <clears throat> infrastructure. What are you gonna do about public transit? Right. Help. And that was the thing is I would watch Lee and Kurt talk at event after event after event, and Kurt was structured and he always had this point and it was like thought out and it wasn't really about him. It was like about us achieving something better he was just good at that stuff and then lee would just kind of babble for a second not really say anything right so well, i think I that showed in the uh, debate oh, yeah the debate. yeah oh man that was so yeah 
Yeah, so I mean, I'm not I'm not afraid to say that I don't like Lee Castillo. And the good news is that the county party spent a lot of time. Colby actually spearheaded the effort. He went through, rewrote the county party constitution just to really clarify exactly like who can get involved in politics in what way. You know, that's all really well written in there now, which I love. That's good. That's my man Colby right there. So I mean, can the counties create their own uh, like rules as far as if if we're going to start backing a candidate four months before a election or primary, right? Like we are, that's the candidate we're going with and that's what we're sticking with. I mean, do they? <clears throat> no, because I mean, you're subverting the democratic process. Yeah, you have to wait till okay, the Okay, there's no law. Right? Well, that's true. But we're not, we're what not I'm trying Donald, to say is that what if you, we're not Donald what, Trump. what if you sped this thing up where it can't happen last minute before what if there was a mm. – what if you move the deadline mm. up is what I'm trying to say. Right. Well, uh, no, federal, you can't. Those are federal laws. Right? If, you, if you want you, – no, no, you can go ahead and – The county party can't endorse uh, – I mean, no. They don't have to endorse. They can just not endorse somebody is what I'm trying to say. Is there laws that a party has to endorse a candidate? There, it's just inner party. It's like the party constitution. The party constitution. That's yeah. right. So, what if the party says four months before filing? Well, if, if we back somebody, that's who we're sticking with. Uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to ask the question. So, I think, like in this in this case with Lee, the county party constitution was pretty vague on it, and so it just defaulted to the state party constitution, and they sort of made their determination on whether or not we had been biased. You know what I mean? Right. So, so I'm saying if the if the county party constitution was to do something crazy that let them endorse a candidate and sort of not have a primary, I think the state party would step in and say this is already in our constitution, and they would have some enforceability. So I want I just kind of want I just don't see how if that happened again, where the party's helping a candidate, and then on filing day, two or three people show up, and all of a sudden. They gotta have the infrastructure to help the other three candidates. To me, that's well. It's not the county party's job necessarily to help the candidates. Um, but, yeah, I mean it's tough because I mean, they don't have to help, but they're gonna if you're active and you're moot, right? Like right. So so what the new rules are is it's like if you're the chair. You can, say, volunteer for a candidate. You just can't say, as the chair, I endorse this candidate. Right. Like, you can't right. be using your position of power as <clears throat> and uh, in fact, an endorsement type thing. Right. And they said, they basically said, you can, I mean, anybody in the party can work for a candidate. They just can't put party resources toward the candidate, which is how it should Makes be. Sense. Yeah. So, so that's. I mean, I think that's the solution in the future is that then whoever the chair is, they recruit somebody. They can still support that person. Right. I have a question. Okay. So you said this about uh, when the two of them were running and you had said something that typically what happens is you um, have a candidate that's more moderate. Uh, they usually pull in about 35% or something, uh-huh. and then we lose and, and whatever, right? Right. So why why not have a more progressive, uh, more liberal 
candidate and, and push for that way. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, cause if we've done it and we've done it and we've done it and we're staying the same, like, why wouldn't we then just, you know what? Let it, let it go. Let it loose, right? Like, you well, straight populists and, and, and a bunch of like, not, they, they, maybe not like super like liberal things, but somebody that's not afraid to be that. Right, like like this whole Ben McAdams thing, I I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't work for us here. Mm. It just it, he his approach worked there in Salt Lake in that county because it's kind of a weird or in that district because it's kind of a weird um the way it's gerrymandered, right? But like what we're doing oh, isn't no, working. Uh, what we're doing isn't working here. What he does it works here if we were forty five fifty five. Well, and I mean, we would be thinking we want a candidate like Ben that can somehow get some of the other vote. But since we're not, I can see why you want it. doesn't matter. Yeah, just go all in. Well, on a statewide race, usually when you go with the more progressive person, you just don't gain as much. In fact, you might drop a little. But the one I'm thinking of is Misty Snow, where she came in. I'm trying to think of who was. There was that was something very similar where there was somebody who had been working with the party for a while. I'm wondering if it was Scott Howell, but I probably wasn't. Anyways, um, and then Misty kind of had the support of I think a lot of those Salt Lake progressives, and so she came through and won the primary. But I think when it came to the general, she got lower than a lot of people have gotten in that race. Uh, and I mean. Some of that, I think, is due to when progressives go hard on progressive, they go really hard. Because Misty Snow was a super progressive candidate. I mean, people love to talk about how she was a bagger at Harmon's. Like, that was my whole Republican family. That's all they ever talked about. Like, so they nominated somebody who's a bagger at Harmon's? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's still good. I mean, yeah. that doesn't make her less qualified. <laughs> Bags the shit out of those <laughs> yeah. groceries, man. Yeah, I mean, I think they want somebody to connect with the middle class. So there you go. So, I mean, I, but that's the end. So it's only more true up here in Weaver County that when you bring a, somebody more progressive, you have that kind of candidate. They just don't tend to bring out the vote. I don't know if that's true if they is were it, more progressive and super I mean, I, like to, the if they were more charismatic. Yeah. A lot of those people, they're not necessarily like pushing as hard. I don't know if that's that's not necessarily true. But for, for me, I would. I'd rather have a candidate that's going to bash all the things I don't like about Bishop, like selling public lands, what he does with the money he's supposed to bring back to the state, and it doesn't all come back. Right. You know what I mean? Those things, to me, if you just... But he's got to be smart about his plans, though, too. Okay, but... Or or her. I'm, or her. Okay. <laughs> plans is the person running. Is it needs to be smart. Yeah. I'm just... I'm kind of going with you, like... You're only getting 35. Right. We're right. hoping for 38 to 40. <laughs> yeah. Right? In the meantime, let's bring out four or five issues that Bishop's going to have to change. That, right. That'll, that'll make everybody mad if they knew what was going on. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's so what I, public land. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm yeah. running out. Like, you know what I mean? People don't understand that. That just takes so much work. I don't fully understand so that. Work. When I study it, the more I read up on it, I'm getting pissed off about it, right? Oh, yeah. But if you just attack them on those and Bishop has to change that. Right. To me, that's then like, you've done, yeah, to then me, you've done that's, something good. That's right. winning, yeah. Like, well, right. You need a five-year plan to win that race. Right. <clears throat> I mean, first of all, you got to 
take off that bishop, save the base single-handedly, right? Oh, yeah. You've got to, like, educate people and right. drill it in their head with little memes. Yeah. You oh know how the, you know, you like, how you, we don't have a meme you, candidate? You know how the base will never shut down oh, like, yeah. when the Dems take over and they want to shut down bases and get the budget back in order like they normally do? Have a Democrat in District 1. <laughs> They're not going to fuck him over. I guarantee <laughs> you that. You know what I mean? They'll have no problem fucking Bishop over. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I want to save the base to say they won't screw me over. Just run on that. <laughs> right. All right. Well, there was something I was going to say, but I can't. It's all right. Let's talk. Let's talk polls. Our polls? Our polls. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Gene. You did that last time. <laughs> No, last time he was talking about something else. Oh, it was so good though. It was so funny. You, you just threw it in there. Did you? Have you heard? <laughs> yeah. You just like everybody it missed it. it. Everybody like, missed it. I didn't it miss was. it because I was I was editing the show and I was like, fucking shame. Okay. Uh, so we had two good polls out there uh, this week. What should Kobe ask Speaker Pelosi to say about JCP in Indianapolis? Oh, um, that's why over, he's not here. Yeah, he's over. afraid of reporting out. <laughs> Okay, there's that poll. Okay, anyway, did he? Uh, the overwhelming majority. Um, the two options were Pinky's up to the JC Peeps, which was my thing. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one was nothing. He probably won't meet her. <laughs> that one won. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Sad no. Day. Sad day for Kobe. But um, and then the other poll was what keeps you from getting more. This one was a good one actually. What keeps you from getting more involved in politics. Yeah, because it's scary. That's the answer. Yeah, there was a lot of good ones. Dude, uh, it, the division, uh, don't want, they don't want to, already am, um, and then just, they don't know how. I don't think there's, they haven't gone to the John Miles School of uh, Politics. Yeah. I mean, Seriously, it's hard to get into it. It's hard to like put yourself out there and ask questions that everybody's known since they were like in sixth grade if you're into politics. Nobody knows that shit. I'm just saying, like, you go get your poli side degree and then you gotta sit there and talk to a guy and you wanna get into politics. You you know what I mean? Politics is boring. People that know a lot about politics are intimidating to some people and a lot of times they're assholes. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's because there is honestly this rotating door of people who kind of want to come in and talk about themselves for a while. Right. And then they leave and it's somebody new. And, you know, people come in, they test it out for a little bit. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Mm-hmm. It's like I got to be doing this for two years for anything to happen. Right. Most of the time I show up and it's like, there's not really much going on. Hey, John, how, how do I get in a house? How do we get a candidate? How does that happen? <clears throat> I mean, you, at what seriously. You, at what point do you just like wait? You're like, we're waiting for somebody just like to show up and, you know, we're all waiting to jump on his back or hers and uh, and help him out. At what point? I mean, like, like what do we do? Yeah. How does that happen? Like, You can recruit candidates right now. Yeah. Absolutely. No, you can recruit right now. But to me, there's, there's recruiting and then there's a person out there that's like, that wants to do it. Right. Because that is, I mean, you do want to do, if you can, you just start trying to talk to people in the district. It really helps if it's your district. But if it's not, I mean, I did this for a lot of districts that were not my districts where I would just start calling up. I mean, I'd call up people who had ran before. And if it wasn't them, then like sometimes they 
have had conversations with people who it's just like, oh, I thought about doing that thing you did, you know? So, so you just start like looking for threads. You could probably go like to, uh, cause you, you go to like donors too. A lot of people talk to them because the donor records are public. So a lot, I mean, a savvy candidate is going to say, here are the people who are donating in this district. Well, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to run in this district. Let me talk to that person and see if they might donate to me. That would be a savvy thing to do. Uh, and, and those people are also just kind of, a lot of times they tend to be known for kind of being stewards of the district, like caring about it. You know what I mean? So you talk to those people, you talk to the state party. Um, and, and I would just ask people to lunch and a lot of people would be like, I'm not into that. And then I would be like, do you have ideas of people who you might be into it? it? I mean, it's just like sales really. And it, I mean, it was a tough thing to get into at first. And it's, I can see how for most people, it feels like they don't have the ownership of it like that. But like, look, if you think you've had shit candidates in your race, recruit somebody to run in it, get ahead of it. Make it happen now. There are definitely people who have thought about it. And the one thing that's going to push them over the edge is if they're like, oh, I've got people who are actually going to help me do yeah, this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a backing. I've got somebody that's going to help. Right. Uh, what would you say, though, to the people that uh, that the poll answer was the division? As in, I, I, <sighs> this one's kind of hard because you don't know if it's like, you mean the division between Democrats and Republicans? You mean the division between Modern Democrats and liberal Democrats? I think people, like, don't want to jump into a bucket. I forever didn't want to be a Democrat. Colby didn't want to be a Democrat. Like, we were both registered independents before we became Democrats. I know a ton of Weber County Democrats are registered as Republicans because they can vote in Republican primaries. I mean, it makes sense to me to do that. All right, because... I think about doing it. Because if you're registered Republican, you have to be a Republican to vote in Republican primaries. You don't have to be a Democrat to vote in Democratic primaries. Yeah, I switched right after the election. And that's crazy. The 2016 election. So it's like you can, if there's a Republican primary you want to vote in, you vote in it. But if it turns out, I mean, in a lot of Democratic races, there aren't primaries. But if there is and you want to vote in it, you go vote in that. You vote in both. Well, no, right. you no. shouldn't vote in both. You can't. There's sort of, I mean, it's like. Hold on. Wait. wait. What do you mean? You can, and I don't want to say that, but you can, but you shouldn't. Like, and I, I always, I, I, I used to think. I feel like we might so be you tell me. <laughs> no, the Democratic Party used to say, and I think it's still in the bylaws. If you were to read like the Constitution, it says if you are voting in the Democratic primary, you're doing it in good faith that you are voting for the best interest of the Democratic Party. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good faith for the Democratic Party. It doesn't it's, mean you're not trying to harm the Republican Party. <laughs> I, I mean, when I go vote as a Republican, I don't vote for the oh, best candidate. Shit. Don't they'll be saying <laughs> there's thousands of this out It there. might be his there's right. I don't know. Like it is his right, probably. I don't know. I, probably. Sounds, what do you mean? Shit. Like I fucking made this up? That's there's an super army. unethical. Man. There's an army of Dems that were ready to like primary chapets out. They were doing everything they could, like to vote in it. Yeah, to really? primary him out because they couldn't beat him in the election. You know what I mean? But they can primary him out when nobody shows up for the primaries. And like that is that's that's like the bottom line of it is I absolutely agree with those people that the parties are kind of bullshit. It's stupid to have to kind of 
put yourself into one of those camps, and then the camp doesn't ever represent you fully. Like, I agree with all of that. But there are certain things, certain vital parts of the political process that are done within parties, primaries being one of them. So even if you're a Republican, primaries are where the people are actually elected. Like, when it was this county commission this last year in Weber County, like, the people who won the primaries are the people who took office. So if you were not engaged in party politics, you didn't have a say in there. But if you were, you had a huge say. Like, primary turnout is low. In a lot of cases, it's only the people who will show up to conventions. So it's, like, extra low. Like, that's where your vote really matters. And and then people want to bitch that they had some <laughs> bad candidate. Or people wanted to bitch that they didn't have a candidate. This happened a lot out in Roy, in District 12. It's hard to recruit somebody in District 12. I don't have a ton of connections there. I have guys who will run kind of over and over for me. And that's why I was saying before that I love John Thompson, because it's like, you know, it's people get mad when they don't have a candidate. They say, I don't even have a choice. And it's like, you know what, man? That's not your party's fucking fault. Like, you could be out there recruiting a candidate. Right. People expect everyone to do it for them, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they're mad at the results they're getting. Well, you're not doing it. You're not even educated on how to do it. And I agree it's boring. I agree it sucks. I'll tell you that after you do it for a while, you get into a stride. It still sucks. This weekend, like I'll be honest, I was down, I went down, I made calls for Michael and Aya. I hate that. Hate it. And I was <laughs> I was when I woke up in the morning, I thought I was going to go knocking, and I hate that shit even more. I hate it. <laughs> See, but I, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get why you guys don't like it. Mm. Yeah, it's just it's nice. I, to be I like it now because I meeting our because neighbors. I'm kind of scared or to do it. I mean, that's why I'm like because it's kind of like a challenge for me. It's like a mm. rush. Yeah, it's kind of a rush. You're like, uh, you're like the. Um, Point break. Like, You're I, like Keanu Reeves doing like, the point break of knocking doors. <laughs> I'm like, I'll be honest. So like <laughs> Saturday morning, I'm like walking the dog at six o'clock, and I'm like, let me take some of these flyers. I still get a few houses to go to. I did it at six. I didn't even knock. I just put them on the door. Oh my gosh. I have this like utilitarian thing. Like, I know you don't want me here. I don't really want to be here. I wouldn't want me here yes. if it was my house. <laughs> so yeah. I'm trying to engage you in the political process because you need to be engaged and i'm trying to do it as unintrusively as possible because yeah. i'm bugging both of us but somebody's yeah. got to do it I maybe think... you could do something more and i wouldn't be knocking on your door but i'm not going to say that yeah that's how i feel so, that's, that's what that's my that's exactly the way i feel and it's like you're you're pissed all day but you don't do anything about it yeah right yeah. i'm out here trying to help you so you don't have to be mad yeah, like, so don't be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to be here either. I should say, have a shirt. I don't want to be here either. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have answered the door either. Yeah. I feel like I that fucking should be have our next to. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that, we should make a knocking shirt. That's a good idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I just wanted to say, though, back to the, really quick, back to the division part of this uh, whole uh, how much do you think of it is uh, their lack of, or maybe not the lack of, it's just trying to avoid conflict kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like right. they don't want to uh, get into people's faces or they, they, they're they really trying to stay away from any 
Yeah. Well, political discussion these days is tough because it's either like we understand the same set of common facts or we don't. Like, that's how it is now. And if, if we don't, then it, it might is. be like hostile. No, it, it is. It's like, yeah, the best approach for me is to ask people, what do they believe? Right. How do you fix something? Right. And usually they want to fix it like Dems. Not usually. <laughs> I'm saying like 60% of the time. Yeah. Like, you're a Dem. No, I'm not. Like, no, I'm not a Dem. Like, I feel like everyone's a Democrat when you make them think something through. But right. if you let them stop where it's convenient. Like, what, what should we do? Upsetting. Well, you know. Yeah. So uh, that, this is kind of the poll uh, where I wanted to go with the poll. I think we can do two. Right. Again, we'll do two. Right. Because okay. I like okay. We had two. One of them was kind of a, a funny one. The other one was an actual really good one. Good discussion. Uh, first poll, did, was the show better or worse oh, yeah. with Kobe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. But that poll is, that is never going to go up because Kobe does the poll. <laughs> you know what we need is like emergency subs. Yeah. Like. Kevin Taylor. Emergency we should have Taylor came. I mean, who's going to come with like an hour's notice? Kevin Taylor would. Goddamn right. <laughs> who's going to come without any of us putting forth any effort to text them or invite them? <laughs> you want to come to the sweat box right now? Go down to my basement? All right. It's like, yeah, can you be here in 15 yeah. minutes? I've never met you before. You want to I know. And when they come, you need to answer the door in like a gimp. You know what? I could have got Zach up here. I talked to him. Oh. He's ready to come up. So that's the first poll. Okay. Second poll. Um, do you think, and maybe it, it, tweak the question if you don't like it. Do you think that running a more moderate or more liberal Democrat in, in Weaver County would work? No? Oh, sure. You can ask. I still want to fucking hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that conversation 6,000 times. <laughs> That's someone else's poll. I know the answer, and half of you are wrong. <laughs> uh, okay, how about this? How about this? Is it the candidate, or is it the message that, that needs to change? <clears throat> I think the party needs to come up with a message or a tag and just throw some dummy out there. That's it. That's what they've been doing wrong. I mean, you could have anybody if they did the message right. Like, Democrats could be doing such better messaging. And especially locally. Like, you could come up with some shit. But it's tough because because of that rotating door of candidates, then it's impossible. Like, a lot of them are there for their issue and stuff. It's really hard to get them all to sign on to something. Right, because what's going to inspire you to come out and and try to – make change happen um what 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 does that for me doesn't do it for you um well and and that's true but like even the people who are in say an eight that's more progressive or 10 that's more progressive they're really willing to say a lot more liberal stuff that people in north ogden or roy aren't gonna want to say at anybody's door Hmm. all right so there you go there you have it um, it's actually time for pinkies up, thumbs down, but usually it's only, it's been Kobe that has the pinkies up and thumbs down. So, oh, I've pinkies got, up to, oh, go ahead. Okay. All right. I've got a pinkies up this oh. podcast, but I didn't know. My wife told me about it. Apparently Shane's heard of it. The report. I meant to pull yeah. it up before I started talking about it, but 
So basically, you know, the Mueller report was uh, 450 pages, and it was more than anybody was willing to read. So people still don't really know what's in it. But the report is basically going through and telling it as a story instead of telling it as a report. And oh man, it's amazing. It's from Lawfare, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, so they're doing it episode by episode. They're only two episodes deep. But I mean, that story, like you have not heard it. You um, Or it's like a lot of stuff that you have heard are people they, are say. Are they reading from it or are they kind of reenacting how it went down? No, they're like, they're telling it like a story. So they start like, here is this company, the Internet Research Agency. It's in Russia. And here's all the people, and here's what they're doing to influence. Like, like it's just telling it like Have a story. Seen yeah, that company, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's like, it's like the story is so crazy. Well, and it's like, so, like I was saying, you've heard a lot of it, but it was sort of in the this is being reported type phase of it all. So you kind of don't know how much of all of that made it into the report. But, like, all of that shit is in the report. And people just aren't talking about it, I don't know, because they're not reading well, it. Well, the media, the breaking down of it, in a normal 15 years ago, all this stuff would be coming up. Mm -hmm. But it's like, yeah, it's say, sort of, you can say the craziest shit. CNN can report word for word and explain what happened in the report, and it's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's like the craziest shit happens day after day. So right. Well, and it seems like that's why they are – that honestly seems like the Dems' whole game plan with this impeachment thing is it's like we need some moment that happens that everybody's like, okay, now we've got to impeach. And it's, so it's, it's like they're calling Robert Mueller in front of them to read the report so that they have a soundbite of him saying a thing so that hopefully that makes people mad enough. And I'm so pissed. I've seen that, that support for impeachment has been going down. Like it dropped five points in the last week. I'm mad, not yeah. just at the people. I'm mad at the people. I but like, like Congress, what the fuck are they doing? Pages yeah, like the report, and I was like blown away. I, honestly, there was so much shit in there, I couldn't even remember it now. Yeah. But I was just posting on social media, like as every two pages, I oh, post yeah. like five, That's right. I five right. more things, and it was like holy shit, holy crap, uh -huh. no way. And it's like, yeah. and somehow it's like Fox News is like there's exonerated, nothing in the report. I'm like, yeah, right. And people are just letting them get away with that yeah. shit. Like, what the fuck are the Democrats doing? Honestly. I, I mean, I made it, I was into it 68 pages in or so, and then I was like, I don't know why I quit. It was like, Probably because nobody, nobody gives nobody a shit. Nobody cares, yeah, nobody else nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit, if, you know. Right. It's the same with so those lawsuits against Trump. I mean, oh, God, the lawsuits. Yeah, the, lawsuits. The, the number one thing that people need to look at is the Washington Post report on the finances of Trump when Trump's Washington Post took months to, to on this story, and this happened, I'm guessing, a year ago now. Trump's sister goes and discloses her finances, and Dad gave them what's equivalent to $450 million. This is both of them, right? Through a tax evasion kind of scheme. Over like a million. When Trump was born, he was a millionaire. Dad had already been giving him money. I mean, the Washington Post, that should have been, when that thing dropped, the Washington Post thought it was going to be the biggest story in the history of stories, right? Yeah. It lasted like four hours. I can't believe it. You know what I mean? I mean, people still don't know how much Trump. That Washington Post story shows everything, how he got all his money, and how he's <clears> probably <throat> worth less now than what he inherited. I mean, the, the, the sexual abuse thing. Long story short, there was 
an allegation in 2016, a lawsuit against right. Trump, probably in 2015. This girl saying he raped her when she was 14. Part of the lawsuit is this other witness who says she worked for Jeffrey Epstein in his sex trafficking network. And she witnessed everything that this girl is saying. As yeah. as a, an employee of Epstein, she saw this girl. She saw Trump rape her, like rape her, like hit her, like say he's going to kill her family if she tells anybody. Um, and then there's another witness who says that the victim told her about it. So there's these three witnesses. It's this lawsuit. Um, it's sort of talked about a little bit before the election. I think it gets withdrawn as soon as he's elected. So people just kind of write it off as uh, nothing. But like now, it has been proven that Jeffrey Epstein has these sex rings. So oh to me, God. that gives enormous credibility to what is being right. alleged in this right. lawsuit. And I can't believe nobody's talking about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Isn't that weird? That's weird that the whole – all that racist shit that he said happened like maybe a day or so after the Epstein stuff like started to – Do you think he's that smart? Do you think his people are trying – He is a well, smart – his people – The fucking – the guy who got Epstein released got him a great deal the first time. A oh, deal right. that said that anybody else who was involved could not be prosecuted. Like, how the fuck does that work? But that guy was Trump's labor secretary. And it was in the news enough yeah. that that guy had to step down. He stepped down as right. labor secretary a week or two ago. Right. And somehow with all of that news coverage, we're still not saying, oh, yeah, and there was this lawsuit that kind of talked about this forever ago. And it also said our president's a violent rapist. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, kind of to wrap that up in a bow. <laughs> Yeah. Go go listen to the report and go go read go read the rape allegations and then read Shane's read, thing read uh, through well, the, yeah through the through the Mueller report through right? the looking, the whole, what are through you, the looking what down, down. <laughs> <laughs> no my thing weren't oh, you Washington just, Post yeah, yeah the, the post, post oh, yeah, the post sorry, investigation the Washington Post Trump's there you go finances. post yeah. uh, the post Trump's finances <laughs> the report and then the Epstein stuff yeah and the, uh, the rape allegations right. Just so you know, that was a pinky's up. Holy cow. <laughs> uh, okay, upcoming events. Uh, what's going on? So Wednesday, July 24th, Ogden Pioneer Day Parade. So, yeah, we're really switching oh, gears you, Hey, you're hosting that. No. no. Yeah, you are. I'm out. You're out. Retired. No. On top, no. baby. No. No. <laughs> no. You're going to come back for so. one more. We're doing our own parade? The Junction City Podcast, 24th let's, let's of July walk, Parade? We're do, we're let's walking. walk that parade. We're going to do a floor. Are we getting in the... Uh, Plurade. Um, Plurade. So hold on. Let me let me go over real quick. <laughs> Ogden Pioneer Day Parade. Downtown Ogden starts at 9 a.m. Wednesday, July 24th. Um, thanks, Colby. Yeah, thanks a lot. I'm calling uh, you Colby. Oh, me, For Colby. your preparedness. No, he, your focus. He actually put this in while we were doing this, so this <laughs> is good. Friday, July 26th. Infamous Ogden on the menu. Kids Gone Wild. I don't know that this is the best thing Sounds to be inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. Especially just talking about the Epstein stuff. Uh, alleged, <laughs> is that alleged? 7.30 p.m. to oh. 9, 30, 9 p.m. I'm sure it has nothing to do with that stuff. Kids gone at the at alleged? At what alleged. Is it? What is it? It's it's infamous Ogden. Remember we did one on, on Weaver County Women? You were, you said you were going. Mm. Oh, oh my God, Sheen. It's Saturday, July 27th. Farmer's Market, Ogden, 25th Street, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Do we have a booth there yet? Is Junction City Podcast going to be there? Are we going to have some Jason? Huh, how would we be there? Who's going to set that shit up? Kobe's not here. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> we need to get to one of them, though, right? Like, that would be fun. So we could do that. I went to one. We'll sell merch. That'll be our thing. We'll sell merch there. Dude, we could Dude, do we, any of these. We, we could do any thing? kind of yeah. minimal marketing. We could walk. We could wear shirts ourselves and just walk around. Yeah. We could hand out things at parades. We could just put flyers in local businesses. There's all things I mean, we could just do. Just a few flyers would probably get us. We yeah. probably should do something. Um, I don't think we could afford any more listeners, though. <laughs> we, like, we can't afford any more yeah, listeners? Yeah, like, I am overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm worried about what I said today. Don't tell your friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought you meant, like, because you were paying them off. <laughs> All right, so like us on <laughs> on Facebook, Junction City Podcast. That too. Join. <laughs> Hi, mom. Join the group. <laughs> oh yeah. Oops, oops. Barbara, Barb. Hey, Barb. Yeah. Hi, Barb. <laughs> uh, join the the uh, the Facebook group. Uh, engage. Join the join the conversation. Uh, take our poll. Oh, that didn't write. That's not, is that the yeah, science? I love it. Yeah, <laughs> everyone take our poll. <laughs> Multiple follow, polls, isn't it? Follow, take our polls. Yeah, follow us on Twitter at Justin City Podcast. Grow up on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> Podcast. Uh, if you're listening now, you can rate us. Yeah, we're on a uh, Apple Podcast, <coughs> Spotify. I think we're five stars on all of them. And if you're thinking about not, listen, I'm not going to go as bad as I did last <laughs> week. <laughs> My mom was still last week. But she probably liked stay it. Stay inside. <laughs> stay hydrated. Yeah. Don't leave your dog outside like an asshole because those are the guys that vote four stars and dance. Right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. And like we say every week. Oh, yeah, uh, Kobe's not here. Choo-choo. <laughs> what about the choo-choo train? Remember this? We used to go choo-choo. No, we. No, 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 no. There was never a we did the choo-choo train. <laughs>